Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the final tackle. We are joined by the NRLW Roosters debutante, well, one of. Her name is Kennedy Cherrington. Thank you for joining us. And how's the week leading up to the NRLW going for you? I just want to say thank you for having me. Oh, um, thanks. It's um, been pretty exciting. I um, obviously got named yesterday to come off the bench to debut this week. So obviously a lot of game prep this week. So I'm really excited to rip in. Now that's cool. And how's Jamie going as the as the new coach of the Roosters for you guys? Um, so first I'm having Jamie. My cousins have been coached by Jamie in the past. So they've said that he's been a great coach and just first-hand experience having him the last three weeks has been awesome. He's helped me learn so much in just the short amount of time we've had for this week. No, that's awesome. Um, I, I know Jamie, he's, he's a good mate. He's definitely one of the best um, minds for coaching, in my opinion. So I'm surprised he hasn't had an NRL contract at some point, but you never know. Um, but he's definitely going to help the Roosters turn it around this year. Um, so your first game of the NRLW is actually, I think, against... It's the Broncos or is it the Warriors? Okay, I, I knew it was either the Dragons, but for some reason, I don't know why. So it's up against the Dragons. Um how are you personally going into this game? Um, I'm going into this game with no expectations. Obviously, my bet debut, so I want um, to have a clear mind, no pressure. I just want to have fun. No, so. that's fair. No, that's cool. Um, and speaking of, obviously, game day, do you have any game day routines or rituals that you have to do, whether that's a certain breakfast you put or... put your socks certain... on or anything like that? Um, probably, I'm always up early. Shower straight away, so I'm right awake ready to go i've always got music pumping on the speaker or in my earphones and i always have to have overnight oats for breakfast what what oats what would you say overnight oats so oh. just with the milk yeah <laughs> with the berries and stuff so it's just a bit of a psychological thing i like okay no that's totally fair um nothing just like other people. <laughs> no, no, like some one one of the people I've interviewed, uh, Tyler Gamble, she said she has to put her left sock and then right sock and then right shoe and then left shoe on to the point where it's carried over into her everyday life as well. Oh, that's, yeah, so that's a big stream. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. No, that's fair. Um, talking about your footy days, you started out playing rugby before you made the switch to rugby league. Um, you played rugby sevens in the youth Commonwealth Games. What was that like yeah. being able to represent at such an amazing level and, you know, getting the win? I think you guys got the win. Um, so obviously started rugby league as my junior year. Oh, you did? Okay, sorry. Under 10s, 11s, 12s. Um, but then obviously I had to stop playing with the boys. So mm. I went to charter, um, you know, to netball, but they told me I was too short to play. Um, and <sighs> then the, the um, gold medal with the girls winning in 2016 was a massive boost for rugby in Australia and I jumped over to the rugby sevens in high school um, that's when I got selected in my um, end of final year in 2016 um, my graduating year and I got selected in the youth Aussie sevens squad yep and then we went to the Bahamas for the youth Commonwealth oh game. mate not only are you at the Commonwealth Games you're at the bloody Bahamas for it yeah, like know. that's a holiday in itself <laughs> It really was. Um, we were there for 10 days. Um, and, yeah, it was just such a great place to play in. Very hot, but not too bad. But obviously coming away with the gold with the girls um, was pretty much the the catapult of my career. So it, it really took off from there. So really yeah. Well, I mean, were you signed from the Waratahs after that or before that? And what was it like playing for the Tars? 
Um, so the Waratahs first season was 2018, so it wasn't okay. until the year after. Okay. Um, I was playing the Aeon Uni Sevens. Um, mm-hmm. then at the for UTS, the- wasn't it? Uh, I started playing for University of New England. Okay. Um, and then Macquarie Uni, and uh-huh. then um, and then UTS. Yeah, so. Okay, so there was a few teams before UTS. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much the same team, just different universities. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going into the Tars in the first season, I just moved over to Sydney by myself when I was. Oh wow, eight. that was from WA, wasn't it? Yeah. That's so a I big bloody move. It was, it was, um, quite so bad, but I relocated um, from. Uh, Perth to Sydney by myself because obviously that would have been scary. Rugby, yeah, it was rugby um, was struggling here. If you knew the Western Force got cut, mm. yeah, and all um, community pathways, junior pathways all got cut. So there was really nothing there for me at that stage. So I didn't want to waste my time, and I'd just gotten back from the Bahamas. So I was thinking, like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah, I want, I want, I want to do this, but how do I yeah. do it? <laughs> yeah, obviously I can't stay in Western Australia and Perth and it was a really tough decision with me being um, a very uh, family oriented type of person yes sorry to tangent real quick into your family they're actually massive sports people as well Uh, from (laughs) what I could find there was I think it was your siblings or cousins or something Ruben and one other that are really making it in the union um, for their high school over there what's it feel like to have such a sporting family um, so I'm the oldest of four or five. I'm the oldest of five. Um, with all my siblings playing. Um, but last year was a big year for us. So all of us made um, represented our country, Australia. Last wow. Year. So um, I made it in the 15s, and my brother and sister played um, the U Folly Sevens in New Zealand last year. So wow, congratulations year, to them. That would have been <laughs> your mum would have been over the moon. Yeah, my mum and dad were really pretty pretty proud. But it was something that wasn't um, too. Uh, they weren't really surprised because they knew we'd put in the work. Okay. And it was that. It was like, yeah. okay, it's a matter of time sort of thing. Yeah, it was a matter of time to happen. And just being the oldest sibling, I've always been the one to set the bar and keep setting the bar because I want the best for my siblings and my family to be proud. Yeah, of course. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so continuing back into um, coming back over from, sorry, from Perth to New South Wales yeah. um, to play for, you know, rugby union and all that. Um, what was it like when you got to New South Wales? Did you have a plan in motion like right i'm going to go to trial days or you know what was the go from there um so i had already had family in sydney because i was actually born in new south wales okay and relocated to Perth, and then i came back mm-hmm. so because um, of my dad and working and all that stuff um so i had a plan to get a contract with the seven okay which obviously hasn't happened you know it still might be on books but that year, I was just really focused on sevens. Um, the Waratahs opportunity was just the more of an experience to just play footy at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, first year of the Super W competition, and um, yeah, the Waratahs was is is still such an awesome pathway to go through. So that really helped um, my 15s knowledge because the first Waratahs game was my first 15s game. So yep. <laughs> so just to play in that type of competition with um, those sort of athletes was just um, really good game time for me to have experience. What was the difference? Obviously, there's a massive difference between 15 and 7, but like, what was the p- differences for you personally and how did you adjust to the differences from 7s going into the 15s in the Super W? Um, obviously, 7s... That's a good question. <laughs> obviously, 7s <laughs> is a lot faster. Yeah, for um, sure. Maybe a lot fitter. 
and you've got a lot, a lot more touch on the ball. But mm. there's advantages and disadvantages like going back and forth in the game. Obviously, 15s is a territory game, it's a game of inches, like really strategic technicalities. Um, I found that really difficult because you still had to learn the rules. But once I kept watching, um, you know, the likes of Hur Hurricanes, Crusaders, that type of gameplay, um, I, I was clicking over my head. So I was using my, you know, um, fast touch on the ball, stuff like that to my advantage in 15. Yep. But then it, it helps in 15 when you get a bit of a rest. So mm. you're still at that fitness, seventh fitness playing in the 15th game, if you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. No, that's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Sorry about that cough. Um, you've played in the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership for the Sharks. Unfortunately, getting just short of the grand final this season to the Mighty Bears. <laughs> but um, you still had a wonderful season this season. What was it like um, playing, you know, at that level of rugby league um, in, in general? And, <laughs> so, and for the Sharks. <laughs> so this this season was pretty funny. So... December last year, Tiana Penatani messaged me um, asking if I'd come down and give the league a crack this year. And I was like, oh, I'm not really keen. Like, I was really focused on... Sevens. Rugby. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, World Cup year... Uh, World mm. Cup year... Performance. Um, yep. And I was just so focused. And I didn't really, you know, put my thoughts into league. Um, again, I was just, like, really focused on 15. And then she messaged them again in February, and this is before pre-COVID, all the stuff happened. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, I might think about it. And then obviously all the COVID stuff happened, and I had to quickly race back to Perth, and I got stranded there for four months. Oh, um, I was grateful, though, to be with my family, because there was no footy. Mm. And obviously I had no job at the time because of COVID. COVID, yep. So if anything, so it was, as you said, it was the perfect time to go over to WA. <laughs> Yeah, it really was. And then obviously I um, just did some thinking back in Perth. You know, I really, I, I didn't really want to play footy at that stage. I was in a really bad state mentally. Um, As in you didn't want to play footy at all, union or league? Or just was it just league? I was, I was just completely off playing anything. I was in a really bad mental state. And um, going home for that four months really helped me get back on track. And then as soon as I got back, I was the fittest, fastest I've ever been. And pretty much... Popped off the plane in July. Yep. July, July first, and went straight to my first training camp for Cronulla. Wow. So, and what was it like going to the first training camp for Cronulla? Because Cronulla is such an amazing system, and Rowan Sims, as far as I'm led to believe, is in the system. Yeah. Uh, helps out there as well, which would also help out at the Roosters. Just everything in general. What was it like there for yeah. you in your first camp and your first season playing that level of rugby league? Yeah. So. Obviously, it was a lot different. I had a lot to learn, but obviously, with the welcoming environment the Sharks provide, Glenn Braley is such an awesome coach. Obviously, credit to him and his two sons that play NRL. Yeah. Um, and Ruan Sims, with the experience she's had, she pretty much took me under her wing and taught me in like two weeks just the basic fundamentals of where I need to run. Do I need to stand flat? Do I need to stand? Well, because she's played that. union and league, so she would yeah. know how to help <laughs> that, is for sure. Yeah. yeah. Really good for me. And I was just finding in areas like, um, just tweaking it just to help me in my game because um, it wasn't until a couple of weeks into the Harvey Norman season I made the decision to stop playing club union for rounds. Okay, so, so you've decided to stick with league now. Yeah. Wow. So I, okay. um, I made this just the decision because I was playing double code for four weeks. And oh, that would have really thrown you off as well. That would have got you so tired. 
I was training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, doing contact Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then playing two games on Saturday. So my body wasn't liking me for a couple of weeks. So I just made the decision when I got the call up from Jamie Feeney um, that he wanted me a part of the 30 um, to make the decision, okay, I need to be sensible, I need to be responsible for my body and yeah. And devote all your time to Cronulla and and Roosters and all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and speaking of the roosters and focusing all your time, um, you are Maori and you are also Australian. Where would where yeah. is your allegiance lying when, if or when the call up for international footy um comes around next year for the World Cup? Um, so my allegiance lies to Australia. Um, a lot where does your heart lies- does your heart lie in New Zealand or is it just always Australia? Um, no, my heart lies to Australia too. A lot of people ask me and my siblings especially. Like, why do you play for Australia? Why do you choose to play for Australia? Or you know, even some family members are just like, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. There's a lot of yeah, kind of, it's a big, a bit of a dilemma for my family and I. And I say, um, to play for Australia, my this country gave my family the opportunity to give us kids the opportunity. So. I was born in Sydney yep. and yeah, that's my reason. So No, that's yeah. totally fair. Like it's a, um, yeah. but also it's, they're the first country that offered the opportunity to play for yeah. that national, you know, like if New Zealand were to say, Hey, we want you like before Australia had, I'm sure you would have chosen New Zealand as well. Yeah, because Probably would have been different, but um, you know, I, I'm Maldi and I'm, I am eligible to play Maldives next year mm-hmm. um, in the All Stars Indigenous. Oh, okay. That, that'll be that, awesome. Yeah. So that, that'll be your that'll be your um counteracting that sort of thing yeah yeah so i asked jamie finney last uh, last last week actually i was like can i am i eligible for that even though yeah, and he was like yeah yeah bo teal betty walsh yep, and yep. greg has done it too so yep. i was like oh okay that's awesome okay so, yeah, I can go with my culture. <laughs> okay that's awesome that's 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 where it's at that's what you want to do um exactly. <laughs> switching to some fun sort of topics um what's your current netflix binge um i just finished uh uh, what's it called Umbrella Academy okay any uh, good yeah it's pretty good and Outer Banks I don't know they're just TikTok series that made me watch them I was like well might as well give it a crack and um, yeah that's that's the only episodes and seasons I finished at the moment what about you I was literally about to say yeah that sounds awesome the one I've just started binging it's only eight, eight episodes long because they're doing season two now it's called Ratchet it's based off um, the nurse Ratchet from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest it's so good it's so like psycho but it's so good um, it's, it, it's got um, uh, Sarah Paulson in it she's from American Horror Story she plays the reporter in um, Asylum oh, I just I love it it's I cannot people Get onto it. It's so good. Okay. Um, I, this is last night, so I might have to start. I'll do it. Like they are long. They're like an hour, hour and ten minute long episodes. But it's a, it, it's a, it's a psychological like roller coaster. But it's so good. Um, uh, how do you like your steak cooked? Um, or are you vegetarian? <laughs> so, wait. Um, medium. I'm. I, everyone says medium rare, but I like medium. I like medium. It not red. Yeah. No, that's Everyone's fair. As long as you don't like it well done, then that's all right. Because no, that's criminal. Like, it tastes like plastic. It tastes like plastic. It tastes like rubber. I was like, no, it's actually cooked. Yeah, like <laughs> medium and medium rare and all that. Anyway, I, I like medium rare to medium, but I don't like well done. Because then it's oh, a, it's a, mate, how do you talk to someone who eats that? It's like, you can't, they're still chewing. Like, that's how, ba- yeah. that's how bad well done is. Um, 
Thank you for having the council mooing. It's so too bad. Oh, yeah, blue. Oh, oh, yeah, no, no, thanks. One of my friends said that their one of their friends um, likes it, like, extra, extra blue, as in, like, they literally go level, like, literally, that's it. And I'm like, mates, that's, that's, that's foul. Like, that's too chewy on the other side of shit. <laughs> Each to their own. Each yeah, their very own. true, very true. Um, I'm just looking at the list and seeing what else. Um, who was your inspiration? Um, and or what was your inspiration? Not just to come over to New South Wales, but in general, you know, to really um, push you to your limits to, um, you know, reach the best that you can in the sports. I know this sounds cliche, but it has to be my parents. Um, they're always... In- every day actually every game they always give me the hard truth because they believe and i believe that you can't sugarcoat something you can't go no. anywhere in this you know little bubble um you got to have a hard truth and they're my biggest critics but they don't mean it to be nasty no they do it that's like hey you can improve on this sort yeah, of thing how i can improve and obviously it's had a result like look where i am now yeah. like these results were credits to my parents so yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for my mom and dad. No, that's awesome. Um, and I, just looking at the list, I think that's about it, except one last topic, and that's what advice would you give to any young girls who want to make it in, whether it's the rugby or rugby league, um, NRLW, Harvey Norman Premiership in general? Um, I say, this is what I've told my little sister, um, you can never stop learning. You can always learn from whoever, whatever coach can always never stop learning and always be that athlete that can be coachable because you know um a lot of these kids come in and they've got big heads and they think they know it all yeah but it takes the coach to see that kid that's going to put in the extra work and the ones that's going to be coachable respectful that are going to go the long way yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, be coachable and do the extras, you know. And those extras exactly. will, 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 won't go unnoticed, you know. Eventually, you will get a start. Especially, especially at this level, you will get exposed. So, yeah, it does it does take that little bit extra to go that little bit further. No, nah, that's fair. And I guess I, um, one last topic, really, to wrap up um, going into the NRLW season. Um, obviously, you've got the Dragons coming up in round one. Um, and the Broncos, obviously, are the benchmark at the moment in the NRLW, winning two in a row. Um, which team do you personally want to, um, you could say, take on or verse the most, you know, um, out of all of the teams, the Warriors, the Dragons, or just take it as it comes sort of thing? Uh, so as a t- uh, me personally, I'm just ready to give anyone a crack. Obviously, yeah. new to the comp, I'm just keen to rip in, do my best, and just make the difference and really put my name on the table but yeah, yeah. as a team there's a lot of banter with um obviously the broncos being the best yeah. at the moment but it's the dragons um obviously being the only two two new south wales teams so and isabel kelly has jumped ship and gone from the roosters to the dragons so yeah. that'll be an interesting game well us girls have said we want a roosters warriors finals so that would be cool. I would love to see that, actually, because, yeah. not going to lie, the Broncos have been dominant the last two years. Unfortunately, it can't transform, transpire or transpose, whatever the word is, over into the NRL because we know yeah. how that went this year. But the women, yeah, I'd love to see a, a Roosters-Warriors or a Dragons-Roosters um, grand final. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, I've seen the four squads and all players are high quality. Oh, it's, it's like top <laughs> tier. Like, well, I mean, obviously it is, but you know what I mean. 
this year it's it's gonna be such a good comp and mm. obviously it's a lot different to the first two years so i really can't wait well that's amazing um and that's basically everything i have <laughs> done so thank you very much you're awesome thank you <laughs>